The Life, Love, and Leadership Podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks, and the Foundation for Successful Marriages with Rare Gem Productions. Learn more at SuccessfulMarriages.org. And here are your hosts, the doctor and the missus, Marissa Q. Payne and Dr. James Payne. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Leadership with Dr. James and Marissa Q. Payne. I am your favorite host, Marissa Q. Payne. I don't know about that because I'm everybody's favorite host. (laughs) I'm Dr. James Payne, and we are super excited to have you with us for another thrilling episode of Life, Love, and Leadership. You put so much energy in that, like... You I'm a competitive sh- person, so you can't come out the gate I'm talking like, about you the favorite. Why are you so loud? <laughs> you can't come out the gate talking about you the favorite. It don't go down like that, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> if this is your first time listening, welcome to the party. Word of advice, you will need a notebook for this podcast, so go ahead. We should probably do some life, love, and leadership notebooks journals or something i love it i think that would be great let's do it right? let's make it like, happen for real for real i say that every time but i really mean it like you should write things down from this podcast because we really tend to drop i'm biased obviously but <laughs> drop some real nuggets tips tools resources you can use in life love and leadership mm. And um, so it's helpful to write it down so that it sticks with you. Or if you're listening and you can't write, then subscribe so you Mm. can come back and write down later. But uh, it really is kind of life university in love and leadership and partnership. It's a lot going on. We have a lot going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) But anyway, welcome. Everything she said, do do that. <laughs> so, what is the big idea for today, hubby? Well, today's big idea, we're going to be talking about emotional intelligence in marriage and intimate partner relationships. Ooh. You know, we we learned so much about uh the different forms of intelligence uh during our formative years from academic intelligence to social intelligence, but mm. no one ever really teaches us how to build and strengthen our emotional literacy. Uh so learning uh, in our culture tends to focus on IQ instead of EQ. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to unpack some ideas that will help uh, strengthen and better educate your emotions as you move forward in your relationship. I love it. And for the record, some people do talk EQ. Mm. I I happen to be one of those people. Some people talk (laughs) EQ, but it's not anything that's part of the formal learning that you get uh, in in your formative years as you're being educated, Mm -hmm. air quotes. Uh, There's no education platform there for that. You know, that's true. I think um, I do coach quite a few um, early childhood educators, and there's quite a push in terms of social and emotional learning there. They value it. They see it. Like mm-hmm. in toddlers, it's clear, right? Right, right, <laughs> like right. That is the lesson um, about managing your emotions and things like that. But it, then as we get older, it's like we forget about it. And right. then we're like conditioned to learn not to deal with our emotions. Or to um, hide them. Yeah, all of that, yeah. all of that. Um, and then when we add the layer on of relationships with it, ooh, yes. that's going to be good. Yes. Yeah, so you definitely want to stay tuned for that. <laughs> uh, but, you know, as always, I got to know what's going on in that pretty little head of yours. <laughs> what What's on your mind today, baby? <laughs> so dancing is mm. on my mind today. <laughs> dancing is on your mind today. Yes. Yeah, so um, as 
you know, our listeners know by now we are preparing for a 25th vow renewal mm. and dancing is on my mind in, in actually a couple of ways. Now that I think about it, the first piece is, you know, w- w- you can't dance. You know what? <laughs> that was that was close personal information between me and you. <laughs> You was not supposed to tell everybody I can't dance. It's the truth, though, ladies and gentlemen. I will not deny it. Your boy cannot boogie, but I'm okay with that. I'm comfortable in my own skin. I'm teasing you because the the truth is I can't dance. That's either. not true. You're actually a good dancer. I so knew you, you were going to say you that. You don't got a front for me. You you, you don't you don't got to you know come down to blend in. It's all good. No, you can boogie. I can't. I, I'm I'm cool with that. But here's the thing. You think I can dance because you Ooh. can't dance. Wow. <laughs> but really, I actually also have two left feet. Do I just you? make you look a little better because I, you know, I mean, I have a maybe my I have a left and right foot, but they're, you know, dancing is definitely not my. But I, I see you out there doing the Cupid Shuffle. I love Moot. Right. See, Cupid Shuffle. <laughs> Wait. That in and of itself, which I think I recently taught you. So you're like coming along. Right, right. Um, in your older age, but Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that you think the Cupid Shuffle is like dancing tells us what it tells we you need everything to. you need to know. <laughs> it tells you everything you need to know about me and my dancing career. So I um I think I want to do lessons. Okay. All right, let's do it. You're, you're down. I'm down. I'm down. So, what what type of uh, dancing lessons do you want to take? You know, <laughs> it's tricky. Okay. <laughs> because I love it all. Like I would love to like salsa and merengue. You get one. I, you that's get one. The, you know, like there's, <laughs> you know, I want two step. Like I'm just like I love dancing. Like I'm always dancing, but not like and singing. You know, performing. It's just like I just have joy. And so I'm like always bouncing around. So you I could see how you would think I was good, but I'm not. Mm. But I love that you're willing. And so we'll just we'll see. Cause I, I want to dance the night away. All right, cool. And I'm I gay. want you to be with me. I'm with it. Which I appreciate. Like you have come, you know, you're not as much of a wallflower. Like early you wouldn't even get up like you were just like that that guy that's too cool for school too cool for school so now or i can can't dance <laughs> <laughs> one of the two is true so you were like playing basketball like how did you miss that less like i don't did understand you even go how to parties you, how are you correlating basketball and dancing well i'm trying to figure out what you did as like a youth mm-hmm. and co- in college and stuff like that like how did you miss? Because when I was growing up, you know, at the birthday parties and stuff like that, like it was always dancing and mm. they would like make the kids dance and stuff like that. But yeah, obviously that didn't happen. No, that that, that wasn't that wasn't part of my circle experience. OK, so, no. I'm, we will stream this. <laughs> so you guys, you know, we'll get to see I'm excited. it. Hopefully <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. So how about you? What is going on in that handsome, brilliant mind of yours? Well, I have a confession to make, uh, and this has just been weighing on me and I've been talking to people about it. But I'm going to tell you today uh, what's on my mind today is paying stupid tax. Stupid tax. Stupid tax. So <laughs> last season, we talked about this watch that I absolutely had to have. Oh. And so I bought the watch. The $3,000 watch? It was, well, that's the number. It was more than, it was more than that? 
We'll go with that number. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when we had a budget and, of like and, whatever, yeah, don't. Re- and oh, the, yeah. The, this is my time. Get off my toes. Sorry. And the issue is, I don't ever wear the watch. Like the watch is just collecting dust, and I feel <laughs> so crazy to have spent. That amount of resource on a watch now, that I don't even wear. Didn't you have an Apple Watch at the time? I did. Which is what you wear pretty much all the time. All the time, yeah. And I men- may have mentioned that, ma'am. This I'm, is. You know what you're saying. You're 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 not saying I'm sorry. You're just saying stupid tax. So maybe that's why I'm giving you a hard time because I really I have didn't condemned hear. myself here. <laughs> so l- let me help you. If I say I'm paying stupid tax. The word stupid suggests that you made an uninformed, <laughs> ill-advised decision. I'm I'm outing myself. I don't need no you, extra help. You you are. You are. And that like even that takes me back to apology styles, right? Cuz mm. I'm like I heard you and obviously subconsciously it wasn't enough, but my apologies. You're right. It's 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 what's on your mind. Let yeah. Me be quiet. So that's what's on my mind. Uh just making sure uh, that you don't pay stupid tax in life. So now I'm actually trying to sell uh, this watch to recoup uh, some of my money back on this stupid purchase that I made. Oh, uh, yeah. That yeah. you just had to have. That I just had to have. We do that. We I, do that. I think that there are, I mean, we can all relate to that. Good. So good. it's it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So that's what's on my mind. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. So are you ready for the fight of the week? I'm ready for the fight of the week. How about you? <laughs> I'm curious. I think it's your turn to pick that this week. So so what are we talking about? So this week, I want to talk about the shoe carpet. Oh, Lord, the shoe carpet. So uh, let me give you all some context. I got a carpet square in my house and... <laughs> It is designed, as soon as I walk in the house, to put my shoes there. I kick my shoes off my feet, and I leave my shoes right there. And I have trained all of my kids to leave their shoes right there. My, you know why I'm laughing? I don't know why you're laughing, but but you have a problem with it. No. Before we even get into it, okay. I can't get over shoe carpet. Like, Wait, is, we have these names for things in our house that... Don't translate to the rest of America or the world. Like, what is a shoe carpet? Ray, I guarantee you, every listener out there knows what a shoe carpet is. No, they don't. We're going to find out on Thursday. We're going to find out on Thursday. Every listener out there knows what a shoe carpet is. I guarantee you. This ought to be good. And everybody anyway, has one in their house. So for those that don't know... <laughs> A shoe carpet is this random carpet. You know, most people have a may have a mat mm-hmm. at the door. So think, you know, doormat. What actually happened was this was actually, um, I don't even think you realize this. This was the rug from my son's college dorm. Mm. And I think I laid it down. No, I didn't know that. Because like <laughs> there was some like yard work or something going on and you guys were like tracking in and out. So I laid it down that day mm-hmm. just to pick up, you know, that debris. And somehow it took hold. You named it the shoe carpet and it went from the foyer to like the garage door. So first we had a shoe carpet in the foyer and I'm like, 
we cannot have all these shoes as the first thing people see when they come in the house. Mm. So it moved over to the garage, but it's still, or at least it was before my professional organizer came in. Yay. And took care of it. But go ahead. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and so uh, she had an issue with this shoe carpet. She had this big problem with us having shoes there. So part of the way we resolved this issue was to agree to allow professional organizers to come in and help us kind of reframe how we did our shoe carpet. I mean, like, this has been going on for how many years? A lot. And no matter, like, it's one of those choose your battle kind of things. But when the organizer came... Suddenly the shoes were gone and it made sense. You know, I think it took a third party (laughs) with a credential to come in and say, I am the moral authority on how a space is supposed to look when somebody walks in. This is is, is how it should happen. And I agree with that. We went along with it. So I lost my shoe carpet, uh, but I gained a neatly tucked shoe rack that I actually like better. In the closet, tucked away, new mud room ish. Mm -hmm. So nice, right? Very cool. Very cool. And so all it took was a third party with a credential (laughs) to come in. And reframe how we do the shoe carpet. Ridiculous, y'all, right? <laughs> so ridiculous. So, I mean, it was, it was, this one isn't like heavy, heavy fights. Mm. Um, but it is kind of a good example, I think, of just those nuances and preferences and quirks. Gosh, you have so many quirks. And I, I probably have a few quirks as you well. You do have a lot of quirks. You do have a, a lot, lot of quirks. A lot of quirks. <laughs> 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 you know, you have to look the other way and just trust God. Because <laughs> you have a lot of quirks. Yes, you do. Yes, so you successful do. marriages and relationships is all about learning to live with the quirks. Mm. Or wait until an outsider comes in with the credential. (laughs) The exact same thing you've been saying. This is twice so far on this episode. But you know what's different between you and the outsider? Okay. The outsider came with a different plan. Okay. A plan that I could get on board with. I see. All you brought was just move the shoes. That's why it's so important that somebody comes in. Watch this with a credential. Oh my God. <laughs> Whatever. The shoes are no longer there. Rest in peace to the shoe carpet. Rest in peace to the shoe carpet. <laughs> What's the big idea? What's the big idea? What's the big idea? What's, What's the, the big, big idea? <laughs> so for today's big idea, I want to talk about emotional intelligence in marriage and intimate partner relationships and unpack five muscles that you need to fully develop to consistently strengthen your emotional intelligence and improve the way your emotions show up in your relationship. Mm. So the first muscle that I want to deal with, the first muscle that you got to develop is that muscle of validating feelings. Okay. Validating feelings. Now, one of the biggest mistakes we often make in our relationship is believing we need to agree with our partner before Mm. we can validate their feelings. But validation has nothing to do with agreement. It's all about just acknowledging that another worthy perspective exists. Another worthy perspective exists. Yes. Feelings are neither right nor wrong. They just are. I have some You have some, oh man, this is so good. (laughs) 
<laughs> like already for me, you know, just being able to, we don't have to feel the same way. We can have the same experience mm-hmm. or experience the same thing or right. situation, but it can affect us differently. And the emotions that rise up in me are maybe different often are different right. than the emotions that rise up in you. And we tend to, you know, make the person wrong mm. for how they're feeling. Wow. And feelings just are. Feelings just are. It reminds me of, you often tell this story about the uh, five blind men who experience an elephant, one elephant, five blind men, and they're at a different component of the elephant and they mm-hmm. all experience him a different way mm-hmm. and everything they experience is their truth, is right. their reality. Uh, and I think that really, really uh, supports this validating feelings piece so much. Mm, yeah, right. So if one of them is on the elephant's tusk, another one's on the elephant's ear one of them has the elephant's you know tail and it's fluffy you know so they're describing it oh it's really hard strong and sharp you know oh it's you know it's actually no that's not true it's um soft and fuzzy no 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 it's actually kind of scaly you know all of those perspectives are valid um you know there's there's some truth to all of it Mm -hmm. um Depending on your vantage point and your experience. And so I really, really think that's powerful in um, relationships in particular. It's validating the feelings. I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's critical. Uh, And I I think the second thing then that we have to do if we're going to educate our emotions is clarifying understanding. Uh, now, we fail to do this most often when we're angry uh, and we're just kind of waiting for our partners to take a breath so we can counter whatever they've said. You know <laughs> how that plays out. Uh, but in order to really clarify understanding, we have to stop talking and start listening. Mm. I love this quote you always make when you say when we're at our angriest, we're at our stupidest. stupidest. Uh, because I think that just speaks volumes to how important it is to be able to clarify and understand somebody's experience. Yeah, I mean it's it's research. It's it's scientific that, you know, the the blood vessels and stuff that's running through your body when you're at heightened emotion cognitively you are not able to think mm. as well as you would when your emotions are, you know, more at an even state. And so validating the emotions and then, you know, somewhere in there getting to a space where you are listening to understand, Mm. like you said, um, versus to validate, you know, Mm -hmm. self-validate. I think that that happens a lot where, you know, we can be um, in heightened emotion. And so it's like you really want the other person to know how you feel or that your feeling is reality. Mm. And that's, you know, those are two different things, right? right? So feelings aren't right or wrong, but when you convert your feeling to a perspective or a judgment or you infringe it on the other person is where you start getting in trouble, right? right? So you validate the feelings and then your goal is to understand, right, the other person's experience and you know you kind of swap that experience and then that will get you on the road to coming up with a solution that actually works no i couldn't agree with you more uh it's so important to making sure that you clarify understanding in your relationship i think the third leg of that stool is sensitivity to change Mm. Uh, now 
this occurs uh, in ourselves and our partners over time. And we had a conversation uh, the other day that really, really, really resonated with me. Uh, and it impressed me about you because you just looked at me and out of the blue, you know, you were like, hmm, you seem like you're carrying a lot of tension. Mm. Uh, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and before I was able to throw my cape and mask back on and cover up and put on my invisibility, I broke down and say, you're right. I am carrying a lot of tension. I got a lot going on right now. I'm under a lot of pressure and a lot of stress in a lot of different ways. Mm. Uh, and but you were able to spot that uh, in me, mm. which which really speaks to your ability to capture the sensitivity to change that I was going through. Mm hmm. I would call that like energy, right? Mm. So I, I'm attuned to the energy um, in the room and the space. And I think why that matters is timing matters, mm. right? So in that space, in that moment, you know, if I can sense, right, it's eight o'clock in the morning and your energy is already, you know, stressed and, and tense, that's probably not the time to bring up something that causes tension <laughs> mm. because by default, that's going to blow up. Right. 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 Um, and so I think, you know, being attuned to the energy in the room, um, you, you know, you kind of call it sensitive to the change. And I would say being attuned to the energy um, matters. No, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I think the fourth level of that stool is accepting influence. Uh, now, this goes back to understanding that we all have blind spots. We mm. all have things that we can't see that people who love us can see. Uh, and so it's so important to be able to accept influence from your mate. Uh, ideally, they have your best interest at heart mm -hmm. uh, and they want nothing but the best for you. And they're going to tell you the truth when you need to hear it. Oh, when you want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the tricky part. Um, and I think that some of that comes with maturity, mm. right? Being able to pause long enough to hear a different perspective. Yes. Um, as, you know, potentially true or relevant or valid is a maturity thing. Yeah. Um, I actually can just think about uh, a situation that, you know, wasn't with us, but um, something triggered me mm. and I was upset about it. And the feedback around me, I think from you and actually a couple family members, because it happened by text, um, everyone was kind of telling me I was tense. And I was like, I am not tense. This, this, you know, you know, et cetera. And so um, I think that being open to the possibility mm -hmm. that you might be, again, when I'm my angriest, I'm my stupidest. Right. And so if the people around you are not as vested, then being able to be attuned to it. That's why I think like um, having someone in your life that is balanced mm -hmm. and, you know, sort of uh, a mentor or just someone who knows you and that you can go to um, for correction um, to run things by, particularly when you are, oh my God, this is so good. Because mm. so many, you know, relationships end mm in the midst of heightened emotion. Yes. 
And, um, you know, so having an accountability partner, having someone who you know is balanced and that you can trust to sort of give you another perspective Mm -hmm. um, is really, really helpful. So I think what I hear you saying is uh, beyond accepting influence from your mate, also having people in your life outside of your mate that you can accept influence from. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. No, that that's critical uh, because they can provide feedback in a different way. Yeah. 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 No, that's and good. And, you you know, and then not get mad, right? When you can sometimes we'll, you know, ask. And then if it doesn't go our way, then we get mad at them. Right. 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 Um, and again, it's because of that navigating those feelings. Mm-hmm. Again, the feelings are valid. But what you do with the feelings, you know, matters. Yeah. Um, and just because you have the feeling isn't license or an excuse to mm. behave badly, to say bad things, to, you know, do bad things, hurtful things, things like that. Like there's a relationship between what you feel and what you do and what you think, but you own each stage of that. Yeah. I love that. And being open and receptive to whatever the feedback is uh, and moving forward with that. Because if, if you ask me, uh, or let me put it on me. If I ask you, how do I look in this suit? I definitely have a preferred ex- <laughs> <laughs> expectation of what the answer is going to be. So being able to hear, uh, <laughs> not the best, honey. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's so funny going back to the watch situation, right? Mm. I think that that was a perfect example. You Mm. were in heightened emotion. Mm. And um, I think that's the closest I ever been to being a crackhead. (laughs) That's not nice. It's honest, though. (laughs) Like this watch possessed me, man. Like I couldn't sleep. Like I was getting up, going to the boutique, just wow. planning every like it was crazy. And I think part of it was the fact that I was given influence or, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. I part, you know, said earlier at the beginning of the show, you are competitive. Yes. And so if you say yes and I say no, that just makes your yes that much stronger. Right. <laughs> Definitely. And, you know, so we are preaching. We preaching to ourselves. To, I, listen, this is going to help us. more than help anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let me go listen to this, subscribe to this podcast so I can hear this when Absolutely. I need it. Absolutely. <laughs> and then the fifth leg of that stool is seeking solutions or being solution oriented. Now, mm-hmm. this is all about clearly defining a path forward. Doesn't mean that you don't talk about the past or issues in the past. But at some point, if the relationship is going to go forward, we got to talk forward. Mm. We got to talk forward. We got to talk forward. If it's going to go forward. Talk forward. Mm. Oh, my God. That's good. Talk forward. Yes. See, write that down. Yes. Like, that's a, that's a, that's, that's notable. Yes. Yes. Your <laughs> talk forward. Because we tend to focus on the past, what you did, what you said. Like, you and I are very guilty of this. Definitely. We have actually gotten to the point now where we start to record mm. our arguments. Um, one or the other of us will start to record when it's just like, this is ridiculous. So I'm going to record it. Um, and I think to some extent, just that... That sort of brings you down a little bit because it's like, you know, I don't care if you record and yet you subconsciously you really do because it's like that brings to your awareness Mm. 
that you might be in a heightened state of emotion and not at your best. And we'll get stuck in semantics and talking about who you said and how you said it. No, that's not what I said. I said this and I said that. And you lose sight of the issue actually at hand. Yeah. Um, so thinking forward is rich. No, 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 I agree. And I definitely think it's important also uh, in tough conversations to clarify uh, if you're looking for a solution or you just need to get something off your chest. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, just being really clear about that. That's good. That's that's like a bonus, yes. right? <laughs> because, you know, and again, it goes back to like communication styles and things like that. But if I'm saying something to you and then, you know, I, I say you take it from me, mm. right, to go. So, and I'm like, I didn't I didn't need I just needed to talk like I didn't need you. And then that can turn into an argument just like that, um, because I was already in a heightened state of emotion. I'm, you know, venting or really expressing myself really just to kind of calm myself down and just be safe. And then depending on what you say could be a trigger. And now I'm, you know, back into the spiral again. Um, so I love that, you know, say, hey, how do you want me to respond to this? You, you need to vent or you want some suggestions. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So for homework this week, uh, we need you to spend some time this week thinking about your emotional literacy across these areas and grade yourself on a scale of one to five, one being not so great and five being absolutely outstanding. Then after you've assessed yourself. OK, hold on. You're going too fast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so you want me to you said. Grade myself on a scale of one to five yes. on the things, the points that we just talked about, right? So valid, how are you doing in terms of validating feelings? Yes. How are you at clarifying understanding? Uh-huh. How are you in the sensitivity to change? Yes. How are you at accepting influence? Uh-huh. And how are you at seeking forward moving solutions? Yes. Okay. Got that part. Now go. <laughs> okay. So you're going to grade yourself on a scale of one to five. (laughs) One being not so great. Yes. And five being absolutely outstanding. Then after you've assessed yourself, share your results with your partner and spend some time Mm. listening to each other and learning from each other about what it's like to share an emotional life with you. Mm. Be honest with each other, accept the feedback and commit to taking the necessary steps to improving your emotional intelligence and overall emotional literacy to strengthen your relationship. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Do we get to do that? We should. Maybe on Thursday. We will. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I look forward to that. So we'll we'll share ours if you share yours. Right. Join us on the Successful Marriages Facebook page and let's let's talk about this emotional literacy thing. Yeah. All right, folks, we are going to call that an episode. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to share it. If you heard something meaningful to someone, you know, share this with them and um, we will see you on Thursday, hopefully with your homework. We look forward to talking then. All right. See you. Bye. This is Life, Love and Leadership. The Life, Love and Leadership podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks, and the Foundation for Successful Marriages with Rare Gem Productions. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube to learn more about our guests, show notes, services, events, or to get involved, visit SuccessfulMarriages.org. Life, Love, and Leadership is another positive production of Rare Gem Productions. Thanks for listening.